this is a, a special episode of the podcast where we're going to be playing uh, Drunk Chess. Um, wasn't my idea. He's an artist. It's his idea. Um, so I want you to explain <laughs> the rules before we get started. All right. So I don't know how much of the connection has to do with art it is, is like just being stupid. No, I think, uh, I think it's because you're artsy and creative. <laughs> so I have soda. Oh, soda. I see. Yeah. I have some Coke Zero. All right. So a little history. Um, I started doing this sophomore year with my roommate and we made some tweaks because that first game we blacked out the original game <laughs> we blacked out halfway through the game it didn't it really didn't last so we woke up the next day like who won uh so the original game was each pawn was a shot each okay. piece was a shot and a half and queen was three shots and okay. then it was three shots if you so lost the game move a little this way move right. more towards me there you go. So since then, I've started paying attention to like drinking commercials. At the end, they say drink responsibly. <laughs> so today, we're going to be doing a quarter shot for the pawns. Okay. Half a shot for any piece. That means rook, bishop, and knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, two shots for the queen. Two shots for the queen? And then two okay. shots for the game. It's, she's valuable, man. She's valuable. We're, no, it's the 21st doubt. century. We're feminists. <laughs> you got to start treating these girls with respect. Okay. Right. So, this is what... So, wait, okay, so it's half, one, two for the king and the game. Queen in the game. Quarter, half for the pieces, yeah, two for the queen, okay. two for the game. Got it, got it. So she's... Hey, wait, is this the rooks? These are the rooks? Yeah, these are the rooks. Ooh. Right, check this out. These look pretty cool. Look, look at these boys. Show that to the fans out there. Can you... Can yeah. I don't know. The light's, like, really bright, but, yeah. But I want to show the rook. This rook is very interesting. It's a cube with, like, flamethrowers on the side. It has a shield. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, and then we have like some special guests today. Uh, my boy Jim, he's you know coming in all the way from Kentucky. And Bacardi so, right here. It's not a name, but you know, <laughs> keep it American. So we're gonna be measuring out with uh, this beautiful. My shot glass from freshman year of college. I don't make a mess. And then boom. Okay, so what we're gonna do is uh, just do my favorite. We're gonna put the. When we put it uh, down, just put it on the floor or like on the side, because when we put it here, it's gonna make mad noise on the mic. All right, so you, would you pour out half a shot right now? That's a quarter shot. That's a quarter shot. Okay. That's a baby shot. Okay, I'm gonna use this. Gentle. Baby shot. All right, let's put it right there. We're ready to go. All right. This is gonna this is gonna progress very fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, first of all, I gotta keep my man's. He just took his hat off. Hat on. Do you play with like pawns can move two forward? Yeah. Okay. So, generally, they as long as it's the first move, they can move yeah, two forward. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the rules of castling, right? Uh, you can't move the castle at any point beforehand or the king. So it has to have the empty spaces between the king and the rook. Yeah. And you can't castle out of check. So if the king is in check, okay. you can't try to save him. Okay, castle. sounds good, sounds good. Okay. I think I'm going to take their hats off. I'm going to take their hats their off. Their hats are going to come off every five seconds. Oh my god. You know what? This isn't that practical. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Can I just like, it's oh, it's more aesthetic. Right, I'll put it over here. There you go. I'm so used to playing a chess for friends, and what I'll usually do is I'll take a day and a half to make a move. Because I suck. I haven't played chess in a long time. I feel like I have to make sure. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be, at the same time thinking of all the questions that I need to ask you through the podcast. No, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm gonna be paying attention. Hold on, let me get another cup with like soda so I could like sip and be. Oh, uh, you could you could uh actually do I have another cup in here? I don't. Hmm. It's okay. That's fine. I'll go grab two cups. I'll be classy. No, I'll go grab two cups. I'll be right back. 
He's getting passed. Hmm? He's getting edited out. No, I got edited out. Or if anything, I mean, it's not a big deal. How's it going, fans? So my body still feels like Jello from the yoga. Absolutely, I feel I great. Feel like I just feel loose. My ligaments are out of this world right now. <laughs> they, it feels so good and so bad at the same time. Like my knees are just thanking me. There's, I feel like for everyone, there's a. This is your move. Um, I'm taking my time. Say, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember which one is the bishop. Um, <laughs> the one to the these these ones are the bishops. The jokers are definitely the bishops, right? Yeah, because yes. these these are the knights. Knights are the horses, and they're actually knights in this one. Why? What are mines? Mines are like sorcerers, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like for everyone when they do yoga, there's a uh, specific ones that they'll feel way more than others. Did I pour that in this? No, I didn't put that in. There. Like there are specific kind of uh, postures or moving more out of that angle. Specific postures and stuff that like are. They need that for the issues that they have. Like for me, it was the one where you put your hands like this way. You're like laying on your palms with your palms down um, and kind of like shimming onto it. You know what I'm talking about? That one like opened up my elbows. It hurt a little, but like it opened up my elbows a lot. And that my one elbows good. just won't do it. This <laughs> one, yeah, you set that one up. As, as soon as I come up to it, my elbows are just like, you know that this isn't <laughs> happening. But... I like the first half because, I don't know, I have real posture problems. Like, my ass just goes out way too far. So, uh, yeah. I mean, there are, I mean, there's a lot that she even she mentioned. There's, like, this is not for everyone. If you have lower back issues, like, don't do this one. So, again, like, it's, it's everyone has certain things that they can and can't do with yoga. One of the things that I really love about, like, I think when it comes to yoga, the biggest thing is the instructor. Yeah. Uh, because every time I looked it up, it was it was like people get serious hip injuries, serious knee injuries, serious ankle from injuries, yoga, from bad form. Yeah, but from yeah. just working out. No, or just from, from doing yoga. yoga okay, bad. that's that's actually what I was gonna ask. You. I was gonna ask like, do you think it's common for people to actually get hurt while they're doing yoga? Because a lot of those moves are like not, they don't feel natural. Like yeah. you're pushing your body in a way that's different from any other way, and so, you're putting it in like kind of compromised positions. I don't think it happens so much with hot yoga because most of those poses are really straightforward and they're good for just straightening out your back. True. And there are a, lot, a lot of them, I think, is it's such a great strength workout just from having those static holds. Yeah. But when you're doing regular yoga or vinyasa, which is another type of hot yoga. That's the one I do. That's yeah. I was thinking of the name. It's either Bikram or vinyasa, but I, yeah. use, I use the vinyasa one. It's from P90X. Mm-hmm. So with the flow yoga, when I went, this girl was, I don't know, more power to anyone who has a belief system. Mm -hmm. But I think when it comes to you being an instructor, I think it's really important that you, like, use facts. Yeah, yeah. So she was talking about how uh, when your shoulders are scrunched forward all the time, uh, this this was the entire basis of Mm -hmm. the class, that you're uh, promoting adrenal fatigue because this is a stress posture from having your shoulders forward. And there is absolutely no scientific evidence for it because she was, the instructor was saying this. Today? Yeah, she was saying she's like, and adrenal fatigue is so bad. Think about it. You know, anytime something like really traumatic happens, like you're you're guarding, and you know when you're sitting like this all yeah, the that time, doesn't sound, especially yeah, for students, that's scientifically inaccurate. 
It just, it didn't make You could just say, like, you're just sitting all the time like this, hunched over, and you get, you know, stuck like this. Like, sometimes yeah. your, your posture just gets bad, your shoulders get rolled in. You know, if you do anything that's, like... Also, I mean, I was talking to someone earlier today about this, is that... Dude, those hats are going to keep coming off. Just is that, um... Just let it happen. There's a study that showed people who worked out, compared to people who didn't work out, they had, like, an 80% increase in front delt capability, where it's, like, a, only, like, a 50% increase in rear delt activation. So, like, most of the time you'll have more stress in the front, more, like, uh, uh, tension, and that, you know, brings that roll forward posture in. Like, a lot of people at the gym, you see it, they're like this. I mean, I had that problem for a while. I'm still working on posture, trying to fix it from, you know, all years of, of just doing bench press. Yeah, I'm going to do, like, a little side plug, but I use Athlean all the time. Those YouTube videos. Athlean X guy. Yep. What's his name? Um, I don't even know. Uh, Jim, John, Joseph. I don't know. But he's actually really Jim. helpful. Yeah. He's kind of annoying, but, again, he... He was actually a physical therapist. He worked with the Yankees for an extended period of time. I didn't know that. He, yeah. I just knew that he was a physical therapist. He worked with a couple of baseball teams, but he's actually really uh, accomplished and accredited. So it's like he has knowledge behind everything he says, but at the same time, like he needs to produce clickbait because he's on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. What am I doing? I'm going this one forward. Um. But yeah, so when it coming back to that instructor, she was a really sweet girl, very genuine, very down to earth, and obviously very involved. And like she mm-hmm. believed every word she said. She said, "You know, we're gonna come here, and our practice is important. We have to be, we have to be intent and committed." Same thing today. But she didn't take, and this is like a red flag for me: is if someone doesn't take the time to show you how to properly do a pose, and it's kind of just rushing from one to the other. Yeah. Because if you don't do it right, your hips anything. are gonna get destroyed. Yeah, in the that too. Run. Uh, not to mention not actually stretching out what yeah. you're supposed to be stretching out because um, the different the slight differences is what makes the stretch like if you're doing um, I forgot what it was called the pose where you cross your arms and then you put your leg around the other one my body doesn't do that but you know what I'm talking, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking about I that was a like, nice little hug yeah know, <laughs> a little bit of like self comfort self love like, <laughs> for that one it's like if you don't straighten out the leg that you're balancing on then you're not getting the stretch on the, that hamstring and you're kind of just sitting in like a somewhat of a squat and not really getting any stretch on anything. Like you have to focus on every little thing. These, I think these are the knights. No, those are the, those are the bishops. I'll put money on it. No, those are, the knights are closest to the rooks. Let me see. I'm the one who does this all the time. Nope. Oh shit! Yeah, Fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm not professional. That's fine. All right, so some of the things that I, I want to start getting uh, going with, uh, you know, what I cover in the podcast, uh, I don't know how many you've listened to, but I do education, kind of upbringing, like high school, college, and then what you're going for, passions, and all that stuff. So for you, like I know you from college, but I kind of want to go a little further back in like where you grew up for high school and stuff like that, and your decision to come to Sony. Yeah, actually, it's funny because th- I've been thinking about it so much now that I've had the free time in post-grad, and like... Every part of my path mm-hmm. has been almost entirely accidental. Okay. Um, so I went to Saunders in Yonkers, and it's like a trade and technical school. school. Yeah, okay, for high okay. school. And I was there for middle school, too, but that's not really important to, like, my life. Still, <laughs> yeah. But we, I was a part of this technical program called environmental tech. Okay. So these were magnet programs. It was architecture, ECC, which was electronics, computer circuitry, mm-hmm. um, uh, there was CMM, which is basically construction, uh, a bunch of these different programs. 
So the one that I was in was centered around, it was a, it was split. So half was chemistry. So we, the sophomore year uh, we picked and we went through these like introductions. And then half of junior year got split between chemistry and environmental tech. Okay. Um, so this is where I started to get like introduced into like all these different, I guess, hippie topics. Yeah, of, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, ocean acidification, soil degradation and everything. Uh, the first lab that we had to do in this class was a tree lab. And at the time, it felt like the dumbest thing on the planet. A tree lab? So what, a is, tree what, lab. what is a tree lab? So what we did was, and he, the Mr. Hall, this guy's name, mm-hmm. amazing teacher. I actually have been dying to go back and just thank him. him. <laughs> Seriously. I, for anybody listening, go back and thank your high school No, honestly, honestly. I, go, I don't I, even notice. When I, when I graduated so, from high school, I was like, I'm never going to go back. Like, I hated it. This was this was a dumb waste of my time. And then I, I, I went back and I talked to them. I was like, you guys, like, really, you know, like, you're dealing with someone who didn't want to learn anything and you were somehow able to do it. And like you know, teach kids all these things. At the same time, like I know a few of them who have given me a lot of life life lessons. Like, but like I never realized it at the time. Yeah. So, the tree lab was this. It was the first three months of school every day because we had to do it before it got cold. So what ended up happening was we would have to go out every single day and we would measure the diameters of the trees. We'd figure out what species they were based on the leaves, and we would just create this like map of this local park. Oh, their bodies move. Yeah, they 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 get low, bro. They they limbo and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little sus, but oh no, you dropped the <laughs> don't drop the stick, boys. Um. Okay, so you found out. So if to this day, if you find like a leaf. A random leaf will we be able to specify what type of what type of tree this leaf is from? Are you kidding me? I forgot as soon as I left the class. But <laughs> as, it's a, it's as, soon, as soon as it was over, um, it was all out of my head. But the guy he was teaching his principles, which was uh, did you just move? Yeah, I moved this one after yeah. I did this. Not yeah, yeah, after that one, and then you were just limboing your your soldiers. Okay, so trees. Yeah, <laughs> but he was teaching his principles, and the idea was that we went through all, we figured out, and we compared all of the data we had collected that year. That's a quarter shot, baby. No, oh, goddamn. Now it gets dangerous. <laughs> Pieces are moving. So we went back and we compared it, and what we found is that we were able to find out rates of growth compared to previous years, migration of trees. Because we were comparing data, because he had been doing it for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, if you, um, we, I forgot how he did it, we basically made this map of uh, where the trees were, and where the species were moving, which species were in decline, which species okay. were spreading, and I think there was, uh, we had the Norway maple, which is invasive in the area, and over the course of the... This is in Yonkers. This is in Yonkers. Yonkers. Mm-hmm. So it was the Norma- Norway maple is just the one that comes to mind because we just hated it mm-hmm. because every single tree was the Norway maple, okay. so it just felt redundant. So step one, and this is a life lesson in science, is most of the stuff is tedious and redundant. Uh, so That's a, that's a yeah, good lesson. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty right. accurate, yeah. Uh, we did water quality testing with specs uh we did and this was in local water sources so Mm -hmm. we checked reservoirs we compared them to pools we compared them to our tap water yeah so it was just it was really involved it was a cool process and 
he also did his utmost to actually show us how to how to do science and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had no idea what I wanted to do with my future whatsoever. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I knew I was good at science, and somebody had just said, "Hey, why not uh, be a PA?" And I was like, "Sure, why Phys- not?" Uh, it's a physician assistant, right? Yeah, physician okay. assistant. I was. Uh, we were talking to a college counselor, and she was like, "Why not be a PA?" Because I definitely didn't want to be a doctor because four years of school sounded dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me. Yeah. Absolutely for me. I mean, me. I, I've I talked to a, a lot of people that I've had on the show so far talking about med school. It's like, that's a commitment. That is yeah. a, a commitment and a half. That's like, like, it's not like an undergraduate where you can go on an undergraduate and be kind of uncertain. And then, you know, even if you come out of it with, you know, maybe not what exactly what you wanted, it's not the worst thing. Because an undergraduate is more of like your first step to keep moving on. Whereas with med school, it's like you have to commit before your undergraduate. Yeah. You have to come into your undergraduate knowing, like, I need yeah. to put in the time to get the grades. You just have to get into med school. Yeah. I feel like if know. you don't know, and I people say these things about weed out classes. I think weed out classes are real, man. No, without if, a doubt. If you took Orgo and you were like, this is too hard, you need to get the fuck yeah. out and do something else. If you took 203 here at Stony Brook and you were like, this is too hard, you're not you gonna make gotta it. You gotta get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> this is not for you, my friend. I mean, unless, like, you're really driven and, like, you can take that difficulty yeah, and yeah. use it to, like, like, further your mental fortitude, and that's your reaction, you're made for it. Mm-hmm. If you take these, like, difficult moments, and I'm not going to, like, toot my own horn, but mm-hmm. I was, like, sitting in my the bathroom crying because I was taking Orgo 203 Anatomy and, like, two art classes at the same right. time. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But I knew that if I had quit right then and there, then, like, whatever I was doing, I wasn't meant for it. And I feel like you just got to be able to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to keep stepping in the wrong direction at some point you have to understand what you can and can't do and just come to terms with it and find something else like you have to keep the, the key is to just keep moving yeah. i feel like a lot of people get stuck with like oh i'm i'm bad at this it's your go um what'd you do i moved this one forward why mm-hmm. dude i told you i suck at chess i'm also paying attention to <laughs> i'm trying to i'm just trying to move things and see if i can make a, a general structure to what i'm doing that is the point of the game um yeah, a lot of people will commit to whatever they're doing and be like, it's just hard because I, you know, I'm not putting in the hours and they'll force themselves to do it. But at the same time, if you're forcing yourself to do it, how do you think you're going to be happy doing it later on? Yeah. Um, it was it Bill Burr. I was watching a stand-up recently and he, he, was bringing, he was bringing up a conversation on, uh, he's like, most people, like, it's sad to say that at the end of a Friday, they're so happy. You know, they're so happy that five days of their week are gone. You know, it's like, and then you have your two days, you're happy about those, and then you have five more. It's like, how, it's like you can't live life like that. I already feel like that right now. I'm just like, fuck, I can't wait to just get to nursing school and be doing shit that I like. Um, I'm still interested in just being in the setting that I am. But before I get to that, so uh, this lady said PA school, and I was like, okay, so awesome. What's a good PA school? She said Stony Brook, and I was like, dope. That's cheap. <laughs> Sold. Dope. I think I applied to five schools. Uh, I applied to Harvard because I did this debate and somebody was there that liked me. Mm-hmm. Bombed that interview. I, yeah. I went in and I was just like, heritage is important. <laughs> I didn't know shit about Harvard. <laughs> I applied to Harvard, Albany, Northeastern because they have a co-op program, which was like, this is a great selling mm-hmm. point for anybody who can get in. It's a pl- co-op program. It's a, like at the starting junior year, you get into work programs. So okay. they get you into jobs. It's, it's like oh, okay, while okay, you okay. study and you get actual hands-on experience. That's crazy. Dude, you, yeah. you never, like, I think 
and I said this, I say this a lot. It's like that's a big distinction between a school like Stony Brook and like an Ivy League or like a very accredited college. Is that when you're at a school like that, they are almost guaranteeing you start somewhere. Yeah. Like that transition from like the undergraduate to a career, it's like in place. Like they have a structure for you. Which not for nothing, Stony Brook has it too. If you like research. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Because so many of the people that I knew used, like, these upper division labs to build relationships mm-hmm. with professors. And, like, I'll be walking down the halls to pick up my paycheck. And I see this uh, a few people that I recognize from different math classes talking to Dr. Gurry. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, my research grant proposal got accepted. Damn, and I'm like, awesome. I was in two, 327 with this girl right. last semester. And she's killing it now. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it requires you got to find your niche in, in yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. That's one. And if two, you're an artist, don't come to Stony Brook. Sure. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. They were thinking of yeah, removing the entire art department for a while. I don't think they're going to now. I'm not sure what the, the, the decisive really thing is. Yeah. That bit, I think that the staff um, does an amazing job of what they have. Like the printmaking mm-hmm. studios that we have at Stony Brook are phenomenal, and mm-hmm. all the professors are phenomenal. They really teach you how to do it. But in terms of resources... It's limited, but I mean, I think they wanted to cut it because uh, a majority of the demand for those who come to campus, I think it's you, the that come to campus, uh, are going to either the psychology department, the economics department, or anything STEM related. And in terms of the arts department, it's kind of minimal how many people actually uh, take part in it. Because I think they're also want to get rid of like like German classes because there's like. 10 people that take the German classes and they're like we like we can't can we sustain this like we need that that professor that's on pay constantly for this class throughout the semester is just for these 10 people and it does suck for those professors because they're I think that everybody starts out thinking that they're doing something that they love yeah Uh, teachers EMS nurses doctors (laughs) so many of the doctors that I work with just seem so exasperated with their job, just like shitting on patients all day, like oh these fucking idiots. They come in, they just want. They're so jaded, and I think that's unfortunate because I think that just it shows that their motivations going in were wrong. Yeah, the knight moves in an L, right? Yes. It's two forward, and it can jump right. over. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I ended up at Stony Brook because it was cheap, and I thought I was going to be a PA, and I thought I was going to be a PA up until a year ago. So. Which was your senior year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I ended up at Stony Brook. It was nice and cheap. I've completely shit the bed my first two years. I had no idea what I was doing. Absolutely shit the bed. Didn't go to class. Were you a determined major at that point? No. Okay. Okay. I I just picked my first major sophomore year, sociology, because it was easy. There was still no direction. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even looked up prerequisites for PA school. I was just like, I'll get there eventually. I was just dragging my feet because I had no real motivation for it. I just had a really faint direction. I was like, Mm -hmm. I could do healthcare. And that was just... It was just like this kind of like blur. It was just like, oh, like it's there. Like I'll grasp it eventually. It wasn't like a solidified kind of path that you wanted to take. Yeah, I was mostly dancing on the edge of my capabilities. I was like, I'm not going to go into business because I'm terrible with money. I'm not going to actually do research because I do want to make money. (laughs) 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 I was considering um, for a little bit earlier last semester going into um, neuroscience, so working with neural networks um, and... With neural networks, they started using machine learning and coding and mathematics for the analytics to try to figure out how neurons function. So, like, trying to create kind of explanatory programs that would mimic how a neural network would work. 
And then I started looking into it and it would be like mainly research. I wouldn't get paid for a long time. And I asked them uh, that the head of the department, I was like, what are the options after I did the research and actually worked like for my master's in neuroscience? He's like, you would get a job in like machine learning. And I was like, you could get a job in machine learning without doing all the research part. He's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what my friend's doing now. My friend's learning Python by himself. He's working on these machine learning programs that track trends in the stock market. And he says, I could just use this skill to make money without any real uh, background knowledge or, or any formal education. Yeah, but it, I think it takes, because I'm in a class right now that's for, for coding. It's Python and uh, R. Dude, I can't code. Like, <laughs> I've come to terms, I'll never learn how to code. I can't do it. I think you need to be a very specific type of person to be able to put yourself to that and uh, learn. Because it takes a lot of patience. And it's, I don't think it's for everyone. And that goes back to what we were saying, where it's like some people will try to force it. I don't think you can force uh, certain things. Yeah, for sure, no. I think I was forcing PA for a long time. Uh, I didn't actually start to kick it into gear until sophomore year when I made like... Oh, I broke his shield off. Damn, son. <laughs> Stay protected. <laughs> <laughs> Protect yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't really start to get any definite direction until like sophomore year when I really fucked up in the fall semester. Like your grades went down, and you just like really like took your time to think about it, and it's like, what's I going wish, on? I oh. wish it was that simple. No, I got a DUI. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it the time we went into the bush? Yeah, I went <laughs> into the bush. Funny story now. In retrospect, hilarious. And I'm just like, every time I think about the police report, I'm like, of course you would. Uh, um, can we please go over that? Because I forgot all the details. But yeah. So I'm a better person now. That's okay. like <laughs> That's I don't stuff. do these things now. I'm not this person. <laughs> anymore but it was very me so i um i went to my friends for her birthday uh we drank way too much and i was supposed to stay there but when you're blacked out and again when you're blacked out mm. decisions are not yours anymore right drunk you is in control yeah and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing <laughs> at all he is just doing shit i was like i gotta leave I gotta go right now. I I'm gotta go. leaving. <laughs> so try to stop. Oh, what are, what are you doing? Where are you going? I was like, I just gotta go. <laughs> and I had just gotten my car a week earlier. Okay. I had this thing for five days. So I left with one of my friends. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna head out too. So we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. And he thinks I'm walking. But at some point, I go back to my car. Without them realizing? Yeah. Okay. And I drive on the wrong side of the road oh my with God. my lights off. Oh, it's no. like one o'clock in the morning. And I make it all the way to the parking lot. I, honestly, I'm not a religious person, but the fact that nothing wrong happened is the closest I've ever come to believing in God. And I did become religious for a year afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was it was not just a skirt with death for myself. It was just like the next day. I was just like, I don't, I don't, it, that was just, I've never felt guilt like that before in my mm -hmm. life just because of the, the chance that I could have hurt someone. Mm -hmm. and, and there's no excuse for it. You could always say, Oh, you know, I was drunk, I was drunk, I was drunk, I was drunk. But like, you made the decision to right. get drunk at the end of the day. So I, I think that people... Uh, they try to discount. People dodge bullets left and right. Yeah. They think, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I can't believe I got home that night. And it's like, one day you're not. Yeah. And one day someone else isn't because of you. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, that sat on my chest for a long time. And it really made me take a deep look in the mirror. And I was like... You understand, you, you had a better understanding of like the fragility of, of life yeah. on not just your end, but like other ends, like everyone yeah. around you is a, another person, uh, and, which made you think. And you always, I think you always have to consider when someone else is in front of you is they aren't just like 
a, a moment in your life. They're like a sum of events from mm-hmm. their birth to the moment they step in front of you. And if you make one stupid ass decision, that entire series, like all the love that that family poured into that person, all the achievements that they've made, you know, even if they're not a saint, you know, like mm-hmm. that's still a set of memories that you just snuffed out because you're a dickhead. Yeah. And that was almost me. And it weighed heavy on my brain. But the funnier part about the story is, so you come back to the light end, is I made it back to the parking lot, I crashed into the bush, and I'm still hitting the gas. (laughs) Why is it going? Yeah. So the cops come up to the window, knock on the glass, I roll down the window, and I say, fuck off, I'm trying to park my car. (laughs) They get me out of the car. And again, I'm not proud of this, but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so then as they're like dragging me away, making me do all the breathalyzer and shit, I'm like, you guys are fucking pigs. Fuck the ops. Y'all are dirty. Oink, oink, oink. I smell bacon. Was it, was it all in the police report? Those all of like... it written? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know, I could imagine that somebody had to type it out. <laughs> oink, so, oink, oink, oink. It's like, Fuck the pigs. End quote. <laughs> oink, oink, oink. I smell bacon. End quote. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so I that's that's uh, who I was. Um, funny in retrospect, but still not my shining moment. Uh, so I came out of that. So this was your sophomore year of college, right? I had to make sure that you can't kill me with something. Ooh, okay. This game's going to take forever. Ooh. Unless I, I get you out of nowhere. Oh, chill. Is that check? It is. Oh, you cock. I got serious for a second. We can't talk. (laughs) When I'm in check, I can't talk. I can't. can't, No, no, check check is serious, bro. You can't fuck around. That's uh, that's a half shot for you. Yes, that is. Um, So just pour yourself one, two, while we're at it. Yeah. All right, so that's a what is that? That's a quarter for me, half for you. No, it's half and half. That's half. Oh, it's a bishop, right? You're right. Dang. All right. So, I long story short, uh, at the end of that entire situation, I took a long, hard look at myself and I said, "Man, you know, your family has worked too hard to get you this far in life, and right. look at how hard they're working now to get you out of this mess. You have to make it worth it." So, did you did you get arrested? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So how long did they have you? This is your shot. Uh, which one's your glass? Your glass? They, I was in. I was in for. Uh, I, I didn't even actually stay in jail because I'm a diabetic. Which. So they can't keep you there. Wait, what? Yeah, they didn't have the medical clearance to keep me. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they just let me go home. So how did you get so home? Interesting. Hmm? How'd you get home? They made my aunt drive me. God damn. <sighs> Oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, so I went through a long religious phase for a year after that. I was really heavy into Bible. Mm -hmm. I went to a church of Christ, and I was like, you know, I really cleaned up my act. So how did that, wait, how did, this this is important, like, how did that affect your relationship with your, like, your family and stuff? Like, how did, oh, dude. Because that had to have been brutal, especially coming from, like, an immigrant family. Well, my mom is Puerto Rican, so she was raised here her Mm -hmm. whole life, but she is, she raised me by herself. Okay. Um... 
So she took on the complete financial burden of getting me out of the situation. So the lawyer fees, the the tickets, which was a lot of tickets. I didn't have a seatbelt on. Bad, um, uh, driving with the lights so off. Damn. I didn't even have my license on me. I was a dickhead. Uh, so she took on the full financial burden. Did I know you at this point? I think I did. Uh, yeah, because we started. No, no, no not yet. This is next year. That's that was, I didn't start yeah, working okay. at Dunkin' until yeah. the next year. Okay. But um, so she took on the full financial burden. And she just looked at me and she said, I can't believe this. And oh, that guilt hits you. I can't believe this. And she... It's not like they're mad. Yeah, she, just, said, she said, we're going to get out of this and mm-hmm. we're going to fix this. But you have some serious work to do. And I felt all of the weight of everything that she had done for me my mm-hmm. entire life. And I was like, I got to stop playing. So I picked up, a second ma- picked up a second major, picked up a minor, started acing all my classes. I really fucking buckled down and I'm like I'm not a smart person I don't think I'm like some type of genius I'm not Kobe out here getting 4.0s and shit <laughs> like I actually I, I did a lot of hard work and I'm not not to gas myself up but just no, cause no. I mean I think I think that it's possible for people to to find the determination to pull themselves out of really shitty circumstances it's, you know it's input versus output you're gonna get however much you put in you know, I have so many semesters where I did really bad, and I can't blame anyone but myself. Yeah. Like, that was on me. Because I also have semesters where I've done very well. And those are semesters that I know I put in a lot of work. Oh, where am I going to go? God damn it. But at this point, I was still a full PA. But I was like, you know what? Even if this isn't what I want to do, this is what I'm like. I'm not sure if I want to do this. I know I okay. could, but I'm not sure if I want to. Okay. But I have to keep acting like this is going to be the thing that I'm going to do. Just to have, like, a goal to work towards. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And that lasted until last year. Okay. So I did all the prerequisites, but I got no clinical hours just because I was working so hard to fix all my mistakes mm-hmm. for the first two years. How bad were the ticket, like, the overall amount that you got charged for the tickets? and the Oh, wow. And the tickets themselves? Being in a bush. and Did you get in trouble for cursing? At, like, you get a ticket for cursing? Like, a mm-hmm. profanity? They actually didn't give me the ticket okay. for that. Because that is a ticket, right? You can get a ticket. Oh, yeah. That. Public yeah, okay. disturbance. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know what the name of it was because I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Dude, the cops were so nice the next day. <laughs> Shout out to them. They were like, oh, the car's okay. And I'm like, bitch, what car? <laughs> what you mean? Why am I handcuffed to a hospital? What's going on here? What happened? What happened? What's you the do to story? Me? And he goes, wow, you're a lot different when you're, uh, when you're sober. And I was like, well, yes, but what happened? You so did you do you remember anything while you were eating? Nothing. Okay, so you were just Absolutely. like so you were handcuffed to a hospital bed and you woke up. You just like it what felt the fuck? like, like the, the beginning of a movie when you're just like lying back and you're just like God damn it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, the other one too. <laughs> Am I a danger to somebody? Like what is going on? Am I gonna run somewhere? Did I kill someone? Did I fight somebody? And then when they said the car was okay, I was like God damn it! I'm like fuck. <laughs> And I was like, devastated. that's surprising that the car was fine. Yeah, the car was a okay. There's a few branches and some scratches on the paint, but in general, did okay. Did better than me. <laughs> My spirits were all discombobulated. Did you get injured? You didn't get injured for a minute. No, I was right? fine. Okay. It was like probably like a soft turn. I was just, like, <laughs> didn't know what to do after that. Because <laughs> like, because like in reality, I think to myself like again. This is all hindsight. I'm thinking to myself, if I had just parked and just gone to sleep, mm-hmm. shit would have been a-okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the type of person who says everything happens for a reason, but I will administer a post-reason to this entire set of events that I became a much better person. Mm-hmm. So it fixed me. It fixed me, and now like I have 
I, I think I, like, I can see people who are going in the wrong direction, have a little authority to be like, listen, man, it's not just you on the line at any right. point in time. So even if you don't give a fuck about yourself, which a lot of people don't, and I do, like, my all the empathy in the world, but, like, your mistakes are just... Yeah, yeah. 7.5 billion people on this planet. You are very close to a lot of them. Yeah. They're all in proximity. Like, anything that you do can affect somebody else. But, you know, now things are different. So I can... I can, did you move? No, yeah, I did. I moved my knife. I've been waiting for you. Why you is he there, attention. bro? I moved my knife from here. No, from here to here. You're making smart decisions now. I'm not making... Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You, you, you accidentally made a smart decision. All right, cool. <laughs> Dude, I put my pawns in like the weirdest locations. I don't know what to do with them now. This is like claustrophobic. Yeah, it really. This entire honestly, situation. It's is the really hats. Hard. The hats make them look a lot bigger than they are. Uh, they're hi- everything is hiding under the hats. It's like shiny. I think we're also under hats. I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little glare going on here. Um, but yeah, man, I made some sh- really shitty mistakes. But in general, you know, you learn from them or you, you keep fucking learn. up. Yeah. And if you keep fucking up, damn. <laughs> damn. What the fuck is you doing? Oh no, baby, get it together. <laughs> I, mean, th- I mean, I think there are a lot of people out there who are like, in their like, their mid-twenties and, and like, they're still trying to figure it out, but at some point you have to sit down with yourself and just kind of have like a, a one-to-one with yourself and like, just yell at yourself and you understand yeah. like what you're doing. Like really objectively try to figure out what you're doing, but it's really difficult to do. Yeah, man. And that being said, like I still feel very lost on a oh, lot that's your, of things. That's your, oh, you moved your knight. Okay. Yeah, I moved the knight. Okay, okay. Like I still feel lost. Yeah, how come your king is so much cooler than my king? Why? Your king has a dude, your dude, king got a. Cr- I got a what? I got a magician. Your boy got a beard. Oh, he does have a beard. Can't deny that. Man. Yeah, but you. Can I'm, I've been working on this beard for so long. Really? And it just refuses. No, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's coming like in. It's getting in there. I must start taking prenatal pills and take beard oil. I, one of my friends, uh, my, uh, I had him on a couple podcasts ago. He's Punjabi. He never shaved, which is different. But his beard's up to like here now. And he oh said it was here at one point. You he could donate that. He, he, I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> uh, it was here. He took beard oil and went to here. It's it's wild. His beard. See, my goal is eventually when I get enough money that shit doesn't matter anymore. I'm gonna grow all my hair out again. I'm gonna get the man bun and the man braids back. I'm gonna get the really long. Can you beard. get the man bun. I, don't, I feel like man bun is too much maintenance. Oh, I took his head helmet off. I'm gonna get the man braid. You can go full hipster. Is that what I'm you're gonna saying? go full hipster. I'm gonna move to a Buddhist monastery. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna look great in those fucking robes. I, mean, I I don't know if you know System of a Down, but the guy had the two braids going down his beard. For some reason, I've just been fascinated with it for such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yo, this is awesome. How'd you come up with that, bro? Actually, yeah, no, I'm gonna come into that. I'm gonna come into that. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, me right now, like, my hair's really long, and it's almost long enough to, like, put it in the, the back, like, actually tie it in the back, but my hairline's uh, not, not not the best for that, uh, so I can't. <laughs> 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 Your boy got the receding hairline. <laughs> Son, you added the... You know what I used to do in middle school? We used to make prank calls to Bosley. To Bosley? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> make prank calls to Bosley. Hey, man, I don't have any hair on my balls yet. <laughs> <laughs> is there something we could do about this? Excuse me, sir. We understand that this is a prank call. 
No, you <laughs> fucking don't. I gotta, my, shit's got, my shit's gotta have, it's gotta have goods. It's gotta have <laughs> aesthetics. There's gotta be something appealing about it. You ever seen, you ever seen bald balls? Not the best. Not the best. And this is what we did when we were kids. <laughs> what do kids do now? Fortnite. <laughs> Yo, I play OD. Don't even, don't even. I play OD Fortnite. I'm so I bad. I really suck. Every time I'm like on a squad, I'm just like, yeah. guys. Is your pawn your pawn? That's a pawn, man. Yeah, okay. Getting rid of this pawn right there. Go ahead, take my take, take my pawn. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, quarter shot for quarter shot. Is yeah. that what we're doing? Is that what you're doing? Is that the, is that the are you game doing? we're playing? Are you doing it? Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know what kids do, man. Kids like, I'm get. I don't know if this is because I'm getting old, but kids scare the fuck out of me. Uh, I think kids in general are evil, anyways. Um, <laughs> Chase. Um, when it comes to kids, I think no matter what generation it is, kids will be one extent of evil. Because they don't have their bearings. You know what I mean? They haven't really understood what's okay and not okay. I think, again, I've been thinking about this so much more lately. I'm like, how much of what happened when I was a little a little young Chris, wandering the world, <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, I was a tyke, just figuring it out as I went along. Is that a horse? Yeah. Okay. A knight, my good sir. God damn it. There you go. I don't know how they don't have a horse with this, man. Because, yeah, the knight is usually I was, a horse. I was a little disappointed when there wasn't a fucking horse. I mean, yours are jokers, which makes me less sense. I gotta make sure this is a good idea. It is a good idea. You're in check. Oh, you're in check. Okay. You said I can't castle when I'm in, in check, right? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> See, I keep telling myself I'm going to get really good at chess, but every time I start reading the books and... Uh, you read books on chess? What? It doesn't last very long. Okay, okay, okay. Just, <laughs> I'm about to say. Put that in there right now. What did you just kill? You killed a pawn? Yeah, it was a pawn. Right, a pawn. little baby quarter shot. Yeah, baby quarter shot. Um, my cousin actually, uh, well, not cousin, my uncle. Poor uh, half. He went, to, he went to Brooklyn Tech, and he actually won, like, a lot. He has, like, an entire shelf, or sh uh, showcase. Right? Of, like that glass show you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He has one of those like fold of like trophies like up to this height of like chess tournament wins. Um, he's That's awesome, chess. Though. Yeah, he was That's filthy at chess. Awesome. I mean, because I think, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Fresh. So, such a sick movie. The whole premise of the movie was that it was based on the like, speed chess. You know, you ever seen people play it in like Brian Park? They have uh, what, like the, the, the timer clocks. on the side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like lightning fast. You have mm -hmm. to be able to recognize not just a move, but an entire set of moves that are accompanied by it, like Queen's Gambit, Open, Accepted. Oh, fuck. You, you mean the one that ate the pawn? Damn, son. Which way does this even go? Oh, okay, it goes this way. I don't know, man. That's that, a half shot for you. That is a half shot. Oh, I was so bold. I was feeling so cocky about it, too. <laughs> Chess is a long Life, life lesson. Long don't get con. cocky. <laughs> Side notes. Side notes. Don't do that. See, this is what, all, life lessons come in hidden moments and in mundane. That's actually that's actually probably his favorite part. We had this conversation with him yesterday. His favorite part of movies are like quotes that he can get from movies. I love Tarantino quotes. They're interesting. Yeah. You know, he's he's making a um, oh, crap. What's the movie? He's making a movie. It's gonna on, be about the Manson murder. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. He's making a movie on the Manson murders. 
I made my mom watch uh, The Hateful Eight. She was Why? so lost. <laughs> I get my mom to watch really fucked up shit. I made her, I made her watch that movie Babadook the other day. I told uh, her it was a comedy yeah, before yeah. I took her to see it. <laughs> she, I was like, it's about clowns. It's about a bunch of kids who, who get bullied by a clown and then they end up like, you know, turning around and beating him up. It's hilarious. You'll love it. It's based on a book. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, she, she hates scary movies. She smacked you during the movie. She's just like, Chris, why did you do this to me? She did hit me on the back. <laughs> it was hilarious. Though. But then, like, she started to feel good about quarter of the way through because the girl next to her was more scared. Okay. Which is, like, another life lesson. You know, perspective so is many, everything. <laughs> so many life lessons. Yeah, she's just like, you know, I don't feel so bad anymore because she looks like she's killing her husband. She's, like, grabbing him. Just like, oh, my Yeah, God, she was, like, like, yoking the dude out. <laughs> like, I can't, don't ever fucking take me to these movies again. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's a, a, sc- a scary movie's either... Very scary, or I'm just laughing throughout it. There's no middle ground. I feel like it's it's diff- I think it's difficult to make a good scary movie. That's why Stranger Things I think caught on to so many people because it wasn't like like innately scary, but it was like like it had it was, that like it was just really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's way one, I, yeah. I just thought it was such a cool fucking thing. It was very vintage. Yeah, it has like old school vibes to it, and just the way it was set up, it was. There was constant, like, energy behind the scary scenes. You weren't scared, but you were like, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, is this going to happen? Like, whoa, like, is, what, what was that? Like, what just happened? It was a really like, nice homage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I don't speak French. Uh, da, da, da. What did you move? You move that. Okay. Yes. Like, going for my... Oh, calm down. Bro, I'm such a calm person. I feel like I get these accusations all the time. Alright, I got this. Check. Why would you do this? Because that's a, not a pawn. That's a knight. This, I just want to make sure... You can't do anything with that knight? That you don't know what you just did. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can't take that. I can't take that. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. Uh. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, look at my shorty moving forward. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Move that ass. Get it going. Show the weight. But now, like, the greatest thing about this is the nervousness concerning the queen. Oh, yeah, she's out and about now. Yeah. She's out and about now. Now that she's moving, I'm like, that's that's two shots just walking across. Oh, she's <laughs> doing shit. Yeah, she's not even like, she get your shit together, girl. You got, you're all fucked up. Uh, what were we saying? I forgot. Um, homage. We're talking about French. Yeah, so Stranger Things. Stranger <laughs> Things. No, it's a good homage to it. Like, um, it was different. I think it was very different from any other shows that have come out recently, and that's why there was such a big following so yeah, quickly. For sure. Yeah, man. I th- I just think it's really awesome when people can get away with like. Damn, I'm losing. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of dead bodies over here. I think most of them are mine. <laughs> I do have a few though. This one's Is that also this four, one. four to five. No, you got three. Oh, well, now when you, you do that, you got six. I got three. All right, all right. I have to pay attention here. It's gonna be a long night for you. Yo, it's looking slow. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got. We got options. It's just I don't like now. The queen's got my attention. <laughs> it's like I'm so bothered by it. Let's see. Did you eat my other knight? Yeah, you did. Yeah. God damn it! Getting knights off the fucking board. My bishops are gone too. Oh my god. That's not looking good. I can't move this boy. 
Nah, some boys gotta be steady. Wait, wasn't it my move? Wait, did you just move that? Yeah. Was it your move? Yeah, I think it was my move. Oh, so go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking. <laughs> well, now I just gave you a tell. Well, do something. <laughs> you gotta use these mistakes when they come your way. Oh, man, 20s are weird. That's for sure. Which ones? You're tackling a hard topic with this. What? 20s? What do you mean 20s? Some people are really fucking up in their 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to start this. is because, like, there's so much... I'm going to put this... Oh, no. I can't do that. You're pointing this out. God damn it. I'm, I'm moving this boy back. He's, he's, he's out. He's not, he's not having it. Well, he was here. I can go here or here. Okay. I'm about to, I'm about to go here. Okay, that makes sense. Not the, ooh, that's good. That's You're going to force me to do some shit. Yeah, I'm going to force you to do some shit. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, in your 20s, there's so much, like... There's a lot of people that think like your twenties are your your best age. It's like oh like you're twenty one, you get to drink, you know, you get to you get to party, you get to do this and that. But it's like you're either gonna be one of those people who has and this isn't a dichotomy. It's it's both sides, but then also everything in the middle. It's like you're either gonna be partying and doing like all this fun stuff and like enjoying your youth, or you're gonna be stressed and like putting in the work so you can make it when you're in your mid twenties. You know what's crazy? The effect of like fast food restaurants on society because Taco Bell got everybody fucked up right now with this por que no los dos because now like I want to have my cake and eat it too with all circumstances <laughs> oh you can still like get drunk and go to work the next day you right. know it's like not me personally again I don't do these right. things <laughs> right. he, he doesn't do these things I'm reformed <laughs> yeah but you know like the, it's just that idea it's like oh you know you can't do this that and the other thing is like por que no los dos yeah, yeah. and I feel like it's a lie yeah. But it's such a sweet, ambitious lie. Like, that's a really nice lie. I'll take that lie over most truths, if you ask me. Because, <clears throat> like, it, it, it makes you, like, hungry. And I think hungry hunger is really important. Because, like, you're definitely going to fail if you don't you you know, have to have shoot something for the rafters. You, like, I think the word hunger is the perfect word for it. Because when you're hungry, like, like, actually hungry, like, you have an appetite... You want it. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, like, like I'm thinking about food. All I can think about is that, like, yeah. that thing that I can... It's like drive. Just yeah, drive. the drive. And it applies so much, like, if you want to get something, like the ambition, the, the push that you have behind whatever you want to go for. And it's difficult to find that thing just because there's so many options out there. And when you're in your 20s, I think you start consciously realizing how many things there are out there. I have about four panic attacks a week over it. <laughs> I swear, I'm not even joking. I'm just like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, there's so many things I could do today. I can go to the gym. I can go rock climbing. I can stay home and draw. I can learn some Spanish. I can practice calligraphy. And I'm like, but damn. Do you do calligraphy? I tried. I don't have the I want to get into calligraphy. It's really cool, but I have nobody to write letters to. Everybody sucks. All my pen pals lie. <laughs> it could be a me thing, <laughs> but um, but then you have to have that like there's that deep anxiety because you're like fuck. But any one of those things that I choose means I'm not doing the other thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's all about a balance. You have to find the things that you find priority and the things that you don't find priority. And I have this conversation all the time where. There are a lot of things that I don't like doing, that I don't enjoy doing, and people my age enjoy doing. Like, I don't like going to a bar. I was at a bar yesterday, and I told you this. Like, I, I, you know, it was for someone's birthday, and I went there, but I didn't like being there. It wasn't my vibe. But I'm drinking right now, because, like, it's just funny content to me. You know what I mean? It's like, 
there's there's certain things that just matter more to me yeah. and I'd rather put my energy to that and I think again it's you can't compare yourself to others and then judge what has weight to you because then you, their priorities aren't going to be your priorities 100%. And, and then your entire balance will get skewed to whatever they're doing instead of what you want that's my move right yeah no 100% you're in like check Castling, uh, um, I'm in check yeah. oh my god so I knew I wasn't gonna like bars as soon as I went to my first bar to get a drink and I'm like eye level <laughs> oh man it's like it looks like, I'm like a cartoon character I'm like excuse me sir <laughs> one bag please <laughs> nah dude honestly and this is like no offense to you but like being short just is it's it not it's a wave it's it is not a wave <laughs> at all I'm like working on my posture for this six <laughs> so I get like two extra inches I'm like is five, that why you've been doing yoga? <laughs> yes yes I'm doing yoga I'm doing all of these like modified lunges I'm doing these like thoracic exercises I'm like I can fix at least a little bit of this and it works oh my god you know? no it definitely helps when you're slouched over like this you lose at least an inch yeah but um yeah at a bar it's like if you're the tallest person you're gonna get most of the attention yeah um yeah. and it's it's really messed up because like girls will always say it's like oh like you know guys are they only care about appearances and, and this and that it's like girl like if you if a guy is under 5'10 you're saying no <laughs> I think anybody who's like oh you're so shallow I'm like not for nothing but I see you first yeah yeah you know and like if you don't get, like, a taste for a person before, like, you actually, like, talk to them, yeah. you know, you're already, like, you lost. Yeah. You know, not in the sense that, like, I think, oh, you know, I'm fucked because of X and X, but I do. Wow. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think the light just, yeah, auto okay. shut off. Yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, man, it's, it's weird. Because, like, but I think, at least in my own mind, that just motivates me to do other things. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, so I'm obviously not going to get a fucking shallow mm-hmm. individual. All right? So... Let me let me focus. I on feel it. like the bar is full of shallow individuals, and that's like one of the. Sometimes it is. And I, I'm not saying it's everyone, because I, uh, I was talking to Jordan about this yesterday, and she she was telling me she's like, you know, like I go with my friends, and you know, I, I don't say it like you know, like that's not me, and I'm like, yeah, it's very it's very true, but I think for most people, and like a lot of the people that go there, it's like, like most of the chicks I saw there, like the appearances they had, like you wouldn't walk around day to day like that, like you're going there because you want to look good you want to hook up with someone or you want to, especially for people at our age it's like like you know you're there for ulterior motive for a little something yeah for a little something you know, yeah, like, like for a little something <laughs> I mean maybe you're not thinking like you know tonight I'm gonna go out and get fucked but like you might be thinking like you know, maybe some I might entertain a, an opportunity if it just so happens to arise I mean that's like that just makes sense in terms of fuck bro like what wow do you think was, what do you think I was gonna do wow <laughs> god damn you're a bishop moving diagonally. There's only one other thing diagonally. I just from did that. not see the queen there. She had a camp and everything. You shouldn't know. <laughs> no, both our queens are out now. Girls are out. It's girls night. Nice. Shit, bitches is playing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. For all the females out there. Um, no, I think I think a majority of those who listen are males. But uh, I don't think girls. Oh, and like you know, feeling. bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Damn. Do you know those kinds of people that like change their stance depending on who's around? Yeah, them? yeah. Oh my god, I'm a, I'm gonna sound like an hypocrite given what I just said. But those people <laughs> nah, make fine, me sick. Uh, cause actually we, we could get into that. Is uh, I, I talked to you a couple times about this, like how you consider yourself a feminist. Yes. So like I would love to get into that because I think most people have this like negative connotation to if you're a feminist, where it's like oh like 
you're either gonna be a white knight or uh, like a girl that just like thinks she needs to be overpowered. You know what I mean? I think I'm a very like centrist feminist. I think that a female should be able to leave her house mm-hmm. or even walk home from from work without feeling threatened every second of the day. Right. Granted, like that's just what guys do. But I think that just happens to be how we're socialized to behave. Like that's just I what think we see. That's that's and one and two. Like I don't think that'll ever happen. And not because I, I don't think like we can have a society where people don't have negative things happening. Is that biologically speaking, like women are always going to have to be, in a sense, scared. And I'm not saying I'm gonna look at the camera for this. I'm not saying that like men should be in a position where they're you know holding that. But biologically speaking, women are weaker than, or you know, mo- most of the time are gonna be weaker than like seventy percent of the population. I was about to fuck up. Like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. There's like, there's like, natural risk in terms of. I think that some feminists that like out, are out here saying, "Oh, men and women are completely equal. There are no differences." And I'm like, I don't bleed once a yeah. month. I don't have hormone imbalances. Right. Which like, not for every female does that make them agitated or moody and that kind but of it, stigma. It, it exists is backwards, but it does happen. There are certain things that happen to females that don't happen to mm-hmm. men. There's certain things that happen to men that don't happen to females. Yeah, right. There's like actual psychological differences in terms of attention span and focus, yeah. and that's just been studied. And like you could say, the entire system of science is a part of the patriarchy. I'm like, maybe at one point we yeah. got over that a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so many people have paved the way for like real objective science like yeah. on these topics, and that's just what it is. I think I th- that women deserve the same opportunities in work where that work is neutral, like. Obviously, like, we both listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. In terms of fighting, dude, you can't switch and then fight females. Like, right. That don't make no sense. Yeah. And I am 100% for trans rights. I don't, like, there's certain things that, like, if we use our, and I don't even want to say common sense because I think it's kind of like a derogatory term. Because I think common sense is... Because it assumes is, that the person is ignorant. Yeah. Which they might be, but... Com- common sense is cases. relative, I think. Um... But I, it's it's you a hard st- no, not yet. I'm still trying to decide on the best thing to do. <clears throat> but in general, it's a really hard stance to take for the simple fact that like, there's so many people out there claiming they're feminists or or touting feminism, and it's a very fragmented movement. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can't even people are like, oh, Sojourner Truth, that white feminism it excludes black women. Like fuck, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's true. The history of it. But are you still gonna sit here and like? deride people who are promoting the advancement of women because of like the actual sum like I don't think alright so this this comes I use like the music uh, thing all the time like you like an artist right they do some shitty things okay their music is amazing do uh-huh. you still do you separate the artist from the music I think in some cases yes Chris Brown yeah easily Chris Brown Dude, I talk about Chris Brown is amazing. Chris Brown's talent far exceeds Michael Jackson anything he's done yeah 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 where it's like and and Another one's like uh, like comedians like Louis C.K. Like, I don't think you should discredit everything he's ever done because of what you know this one horrible act. Like, and I agree, like what he did was like not great. He shouldn't have done it. It was weird. I don't understand it. But at the same time, you can't discredit everything he's done because of this. You need to understand all the problems and weigh them correctly. Yeah, and it goes back to what you were saying with like bi- biology. It's like if you off the bat kind of just you know, put no value to these these statements that are true, then you're coming at it with a, the wrong attitude. You're coming at it from a viewpoint that's already skewed to your position, yeah. to your standpoint. 
And it, it's rough. It's really hard because every, everything is so nuanced now. Because, like, dude, some there's, like, this girl who's out here trying to say that Bruno Mars takes advantage of his uh, racial ambiguity to culturally appropriate. And I'm like, you what? I've never heard on of that. That's dust. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck is wrong with you even saying that? Like, because, like, that's somebody who's light-skinned, and he participates in hip-hop and R&B and all these different kinds of music, and but he just think... so happens to be light-skinned. Right. You know, but I don't think that should matter. he pays homage wherever possible. Right. So, like, he, he pays respect to the culture that he he contributes. And that's, like, a thing with Post Malone. I don't know if you saw an interview that Post Malone had with uh, Charlamagne the God when he was on his show. Uh, where Not, he was just like, no, I didn't. He goes, it's like, oh, like, how do you feel about, you know, stealing, like, black culture or, you know, kind of... Uh, stealing like you know what we do and Post Malone's like I just like making good music that's all I'm doing like, yeah. I'm not trying to steal anything and like I am a firm advocate believer and supporter of you know this type of music and I just yeah. wanna I just wanna produce this music it's like he shouldn't not be able to do it just cause he's not a student in color the difference in my opinion between somebody like Bruno Mars and somebody like Post Malone is that somebody like Post Malone refuses to pay homage like, and not even refuses, it's like he neglects to. Like, he was like, oh, you know, hip-hop, I don't listen to hip-hop when, or like, lyrically, it's not as substantial. I'm like, whoa, man, have you listened to Biggie's albums, bro? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, he talked about talking about you, but he brought up suicide, he brought up coming out of the projects, he can, he brought up betrayal and loyalty and all these, like, but then there's, ridiculous <laughs> topics. Then there's people like DMX. <laughs> oh, man, DMX, poor DMX, man. DMX is fucked up. He's got. Some I don't think that issues. many people know that where the hood at is about. Like, if you really pay attention to the lyrics, he is really against gay people. He's very against the gay community in that song. Hip hip hop does get hate gay people. I I think that uh, who was it that actually made that song? It was like if I was gay, Macklemore. He had a point. He really did. Am I putting this here? Yeah. Go ahead. No, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. In, in terms of like... Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm going to put my boy right there. Never mind. <laughs> Damn, son. In terms of any movement, I think that you have to take the good with the bad. Oh, like, okay. Black Lives Matter, feminism, gun control. Like, there are some, like, there serious out there leftist individuals who are like, That's oh, the damn. That's the move. That is the move. That's the move. That is the fucking move. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You have to pause. We have to pause for that one. So is um, this. I gotta take a shot, though. There you do. Um, what are you saying? With gun, gun control? Yeah, I, I just, like, every everything is, like, it's so hard to have a discussion about because there are some people that are not for nothing, very stupid, and talk too goddamn much Tommy Lauren. And it's just, like, we put all our focus on them as if they're touting, like, a universal set of standards that, that represents the other side of the movement. In terms of, like, gun control, I think that there are some people that are genuinely afraid that we're going after their rights because there's some people on the left that are really trying to take those rights away. And, and that's what they hear, and that's what they focus on, but it's really nuanced. I'm like, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, do we really need bump stocks? Do we really need AR-15s? Like, what's your goal? What do mm-hmm. you do? Um, but it, it goes back to the same yeah. conversation. Like you have to understand it from, like, a realistic point of view. You can't just skew, skew what you it's think so to one hard, direction. Yeah. It is so hard. I, I, like I, The thing is, this, and I said this earlier this morning when I was talking to someone, where it's like, this is why there will always be politics. Because it's always going to be multiple sides just arguing, like, what is the right move? Like, what should we do? Like, 
there's always gonna be two sides of the coin. You know what I mean? Yeah, for that, sure. That was a good move. Because now you can get my queen if I can get your queen. So. It's two shots apiece. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna be fucking crawling out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like. I I would be proud to tell anybody that I'm a feminist because I was raised by a single mother who raised me on the strength of her own abilities without any like help or assistance and like she has been close to cracking every single time you can't tell me that women are incapable of doing certain things but no. i know no. what they're capable i think of. i think women are in a lot of senses are more capable than men and and I, I the big thing is it's it's i feel like you have to bring it up i think we're in a, in a, a state in society where it's like you have to constantly reinforce the positives where it's like you can't always have that you know not everyone can keep doing that yeah, I mean, especially because in the sense of, but I'm really trying to think. I was I was having this conversation. My friend, his motto is that bitches ain't shit. Like he really thinks that bitches ain't shit. What? And that's what he says. Really, you okay. know. And I, I I talked to him like I don't know what girls you talk to, bro. But I've been on several. I've been in several clubs, all led by females who are phenomenal at their job. Were always on point. Always knew what people were doing. How to orchestrate a team. And, you know, I know too many girls going to medical school right now while also managing, like, a home, like, with the fiancés and taking care of dogs and shit. You know, like, dogs are a lot of work. Dogs are a lot of work. You know, it's like having a dog going to medical school ain't some bullshit. That's, like, you got to struggle for that one. But, like... Wait, what was I was here, right? Okay, yeah, I'm going to go here. But, yeah, man, it's just... Certain things that, like, you can't have an ab- absolutist mentality. And I think feminism I think is anti-absolute. In my opinion, anti-absolutism. Yes. Grammar. In, in what sense? Where it's just saying, like, you can't sit here and tell, all fem- tell me all females are emotional. That's not true. You can't sit true. here and tell me all females are this. Don't sit here and degrade an entire group. This is, this is what, did you see the, the, the interview with Peterson Kath Newman? No. Well, first of all, watch that interview. But there's a point in that section where he says the reason why men are in. Uh, I made my move because I'm not familiar here. Um, um, I'm like trying okay. to decide. The the reason why I still male don't wanna lose. I know. This. I know. Don't watch, watch out. Watch out. I got you. Yeah, you got me. I mean, like, I'm, I don't have you pinned, but I have you in a good position right now. Um, the conversation he had, Kathy Newman. He, he he goes. The reason why men are in such higher positions in general for like corporate structure is not because of the patriarchy. It's because males are more aggressive. They're they, they tend to gear towards competition, towards letting everything else go, sacrificing everything. Besides that they do. the socialized factors. Yeah, bes- besides yeah, the socialized factors. Like in, in, terms of, in terms of personality and yeah. attitude, they are more prone to be willing to work towards those those positions, right? And then he... Oh, bro. And then he brings up the fact that, that Newman, you know, she's a, a head anchor reporter at this news station, and he goes... You yeah, had to work to get here. bishops already? Damn. Yeah, not... you did. Oh, I miss them already. I miss... I, I I'm lost... reminiscing. Oh, I feel those... like I didn't even get to know you. <laughs> you didn't get to know you. <laughs> 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 um, he, t- he tells her, he's like, you got to this position, right? She's a, she's a lead reporter. She's, you know, at like a top-tier uh, position at this company, at Channel 4 News in, in Britain or whatever, wherever the company was, UK. Um... And she didn't just get there. The, the position wasn't handed to her, you know? She had to work there. So the argument that that the position, sh- you know, shouldn't have any effort behind it, that's not true. No matter who you are, you're going to have to work towards it. Yeah. 
So yes, I think it's it possible and probable that women have to work a little bit harder, but you know at the same time everyone has to work. It's not like men are just given the position. It's not like a handout. And yeah. I think as men we can we can attest to that. It's like I'm not just getting jobs offered to me. I'm I'm applying like thousands of different jobs, hundreds of like different applications every day. And the I still one get thing that I'm learning now, honestly, is that. My body and my mind have this tendency ever since I was a youngin, little young Chris, we tyke, is ready to quit, loves to quit, is infatuated with quitting. At any time that there's like a little bit of adversity, my mind is just like, guess this ain't for you, bro. And it's only (laughs) within the last like three years that it's been like, nah, you got to put yourself in situations where you just cannot quit. Because like it takes a whole lot of fucking losing. To win. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would I not do that? Are you sure about this? Oh, wait, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I couldn't let you do it. I couldn't. <laughs> it was there. No, no, no. It was here? No, here, here, here. No, no it, was it was there. Here. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, you got to lose a lot. And it's it's easy to, to take a loss and then you just give up. Yeah. Every loss is just another step towards winning. Which is why I like hot yoga. Because even if like even if there's a pose where I'm, my lungs are like, I'm not sure you realize you're gonna pass out. Like today, my eyes were swimming, man. I was seeing Christmas lights. But it seems I, got, like, I was lightheaded so many times. Yeah, but even if you lay down, if you're in the room, you're doing the work. Like you made it there, and now like you're not gonna leave the room. And just laying there is work. It's hot. Your body is is stressed. Doing all this heat shock protein stuff that people talk about. You mean Rogan? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But, like, I think it's important to put yourselves in a position where, like, I think it's a chess move. Where you have to put yourself in a position where quitting costs you more than continuing. That's a good way to put it. A hundred percent. That's a really good way to put it. I mean, you have to, because it's always going to be a decision-making part. I don't know where the hell this hair should come from. I think they were just on the chessboard. Okay, so... But yeah, it's like... Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you sneaky fuck. Damn, bro. I was so sure I had a good thing going for myself, too. Damn. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I, I, and, and fitness and yoga are... I always mention this. There are two things where you really learn that life, life lesson through a different facet of, like, I just need to put in the work... It's just another day. I need to keep it going. Uh, it doesn't matter how yesterday went. The next day, I'm going to put in the work. And there's some days you go to the gym and you don't put in 100% because you can't, right? Yeah. Or you don't feel it. But the thing but, that's yeah. important to me is like people, I, honestly, I think 75% of the job is showing up. Because like yeah. even if yeah. I came to the gym and I pick up one fucking weight. You did something. I'm like, that's so much more than I would have Even if it wasn't one step forward, maybe it was a half. Maybe it was a quarter step. It was, it was something. You moved a little forward. I think I think where I see it the most is in art, because oh, that's I, a good segue because I want to talk about art. <laughs> I, yeah, I really think where you see it the most is art because if you remain out of practice, oh that's a good move. Just gotta make sure I don't fuck myself. Name of the game in chess: Don't fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> name of the game in life: <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. Life lessons. That's gonna be the name of my book. Life lessons. Day. I'm gonna write it when I'm 35. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be 35. And it's gonna be under a pen name. It's gonna be under uh, Eli. I don't know. I gotta come up with a good last name. It's gotta be interesting. 
But yeah, so I think in art, you just got to constantly do it and you got to be in practice because even if like, even if it's not the fact that you're already skilled and you're, you're not really training your skill, you're training your ideas. You got to think and you got to look at the blank page and you got to think to yourself, what the fuck is worth spending an hour on? What the fuck is worth spending a day on? And you don't get to ask yourself those questions until you put yourself in the room, open the book and just have a pencil in your hand and start putting some dumb shit down. Because even if you put something down that you don't like, you're like, okay. We're not gonna do that anymore. That's your rook. Come on, are you serious? Damn. Why? So, so this is this is an important question because this goes into the section where it's, uh, I start talking about passion. Is where you, when and how to take your half shot first. Uh, when and how you start getting into art. I'm really mad about that. You didn't leave that. I really face. set myself up in such a bad. <laughs> that was really terrible. <laughs> Um, Why didn't I even? I thought I it was know, such a good move. It was an okay move. I don't think. I feel like you, you saw that my queen was aligned with your queen, but the rook was in the middle I, still. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have like the segue to get there. If I, because I wouldn't have taken him, because then you could have just taken my. I'm queen. feeling a real deep and profound sense of loss. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're one rook down. What do you have? You have a knight. I got. Oh, you got a knight left. That's it. No, I got a knight, a rook, and I got my queen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Somebody okay. else is hiding in there somewhere. Nah, that's no. it. That's all you got, boy. Come on. What do I have? I have, two, I have my two rooks, a knight, and a queen. Okay, cool. When the fuck did that happen? Yo, I flipped that around. Yo, I pulled up. I'm not digging this. Get the fuck out of here. Remember, guys, the name of the game in chess is don't fuck yourself. Don't. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> The thing is that the queen is still there every single step of the way. And you're just like, if I lose her, I will black out. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, so uh, the question I asked was when and how you got into art. Because, I mean, also, you know, like the style of art uh, is an important question. Because your style is very interesting, in my opinion. It has a very different perspective and i think i mean that, that stands for most artists i think everyone has their own spin on everything that they do so that's a dumb thing but you know like when you got started yeah. with it and uh kind of where you see yourself going with it i got into art because mr arvello is, is a dickhead mr arvello yeah it. he tried to play me bro that's a check take the pawn what you gonna do did i <laughs> Like, for real? <laughs> Damn. That's really bad. It's not looking too... It's not That's looking really hot. bad. It's not yeah, looking too it's hot. Not, it's not. I got, like, one good move. And that's it. Damn. It's okay. Right. That sucks. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, when did you get into art? Yeah, so I got into a senior year of high school because they forced us to take this art class because as like a requirement for that magnet that I was in, we had to take an art class. And I was mm-hmm. like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was doing the, the least possible. Um, I was just like, you know, just doing whatever I had to do. And then he was like, and don't worry. I don't know, randomly. He said, don't worry for you environmental or tech kids. You're not getting graded on skill. You're getting graded on improvement. I don't know why. I just got so mad. <laughs> I always, I got so heated. I'm like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> Are you dead ass? Are you really trying to play me right now? And I just got really, really motivated to like 
learn how to fucking draw. Okay. Yeah, just, I, I was like, wow, I can't believe... Like, I don't like that someone can say that to me. I got really So what age out. was this? Hmm? What this age? was... Senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, I just got really irritated. I couldn't believe that, like, he had the audacity to just, like, blanket statements say, and I know that you guys can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I took it seriously after that, and I, I started with portraits. I was doing a lot of portraits. Um, I think I did a soccer player and John Legend. John Legend is a fucking man. He is a man. He is yeah. a man. Uh, so I started doing portraits, and then freshman year, I continued doing portraits, and I was doing, like, little tattoo... Uh, tattoo designs for people whenever they asked and then I took up the art minor sophomore year after everything happened Mm -hmm. and I started to actually learn how to draw and it was amazing that's why like I really think the professors here are amazing right because I saw like you saw the progression this jump from like YouTube video tutorials to like professional fucking professor yeah yeah not that I'm like amazing now because like no I I think I don't practice enough but uh I do think that my favorite class was this one called Ideas and Form because everything was uh, task based it was a uh, it was a like, concept based okay. the first one was line and I just so happened to be reading this book on quantum physics and black holes and okay. all that shit and I was like blown away I'm like how the fuck did they figure this shit out with like counters mm-hmm. and all that and so I did um that's actually that's a, that's a good point because a lot of your art has uh, and I see this all the time because I actually yeah. every once in a while will tune into your Instagram live is, is just the art that's just you making lines like yeah. like constant circles or, or whatever maybe even a pattern and though it's not like so it's not like extremely intricate but it's so tedious like I see it and I'm like oh my god like the amount of time that has have gone behind the layers that you keep going it's just like I, I don't know it blows my mind yeah uh, th- I mean the way I started to understand those lines for myself is like everything about our world and this is my sound yeah, extra but um as you, as you go. yeah I know I'm like I'm in a bad spot you're in a pickle I'm in a very serious fucking pickle you didn't see this coming did you no <laughs> I did you've been in check for a while me oh did you just move the night yeah that puts you in check you can't do I that. can't do that I'm right you're right um, but yeah, so I, wow, the way I understand so, it is like everything that we understand about the world is from these like minute and tedious measurements. Uh, so each one of the lines represents like this fabric underlining like the explanation of our reality. Uh, and it's just like interesting to think about. It's also like soothing because it's, it's so complicated that no one could understand it all that it's like cathartic in its own way. That's a big takeaway is, is. You'll never, no matter how smart you are, you will never know everything about everything. You'll know yeah. something about some things <laughs> at the very most. Yeah. God damn it. That I, I don't know why I didn't even see that. It's yeah. a good thing you noticed it, though. Your boy is in the line of sight. He is in the line of sight. The thing is, like, I got these two pawns over here lined up so close to the king. They're not going to do anything. They're gonna get no, anything. they're in a bad spot. <laughs> I got to be a little bold. I got to get these guys moving and getting some fucking shots in. So your art was inspired by quantum physics. Quantum physics. So what's the defining kind of uh, fulcrum of why that inspired your your form? Because it was just so fucking out there. Because <laughs> okay. I, I just kept thinking to myself, like, who takes the fucking time to do this shit? You know what I'm saying? Then we'll go here then. Okay. Now you can go. I, will re- I really want to read Neil deGrasse Tyson's book, uh, Quantum Physics for People in a Hurry. I don't know how great the book is, but from what I've heard, like it's great. It, it's very informative for what it is, and you'll get a great takeaway from it. 
Kip, I mean, Kip Thorne's book on Einstein's legacy is amazing. It was really well written. It, it goes through like how Einstein was just looking up at like the sky one day and was like, oh, light has to move at a speed and that speed must be constant. And you're just like, like something is emitted and then eventually it gets to me. And it's like he just that's yeah. I think I think it's funny that you're mentioning this is because I recently like this year what I figured out is that I'm too dumb to contribute anything to society in terms of wait, that, that's, that's what we're like, for. <laughs> it's like I'm not smart enough or capable enough to contribute on a scientific or mathematic level, but I can contribute on a different way. And the way the U.S. economy works is it doesn't matter what you're contributing. It's as long as you're contributing, you'll be successful. As long as you have some value that you can give, it doesn't matter what it is. Wait, what did you just do? You moved your, you moved your rook? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, that's a pretty good move. But yeah, so, I, I mean... There's different kinds of smart, but... There are. But yeah, man. I, I was just so fascinated by the fact that somebody just like, somebody is so fucking fascinated by this idea that they sat down and did the math. Because that's oh, yeah. just, yeah, what yeah. The, who the fuck's wrong <laughs> with these people? And honestly. That's exactly how I feel about Pravin. And no offense to Pravin if, you, if you're watching this. <laughs> is that like, when he does math, when he does programming, I'm like, why are you doing this? And I call him a nerd. He gets offended. I know he gets offended. <laughs> But like it's not a bad thing. It's just that he's so You're a smart. Fucking sadist. <laughs> yeah, like he's so smart. Or masochist. Masochist. I'm using the wrong What's, word. What's the difference between sadist and masochist? It's the masochist like pain inflicted on them. them. Sadist, and like, sadist on others. Like, oh, I'm gonna hurt you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Uh, so masochist. But to him, it's not like he enjoys learning. The other day, he was trying to like teach one of our other mates like what machine learning is and like how the algorithms work. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I was like, I would love to learn it. And I would love to be able to know, but I'm too dumb and I don't want to. So yeah. I'm okay with not knowing. <laughs> yeah, which brings me to my next point. It's like, all right, so you took the time to do the math. I'm going to take the time because I'm fascinated by this. And my, I can't figure that out, but it does inspire me. And I do want to make things based on that. Um, and then eventually, one of the, I think the proudest piece thing that I've ever done was, it was the last thing that I did for this class was a sculpture and it was a wire sculpture and it was uh, spheres, three concentric steel spheres that were connected by thread. And it was all just based on the scale. So it was mm-hmm. just upscaled. Um, and then I was supposed to present one day and they were like, we ran out of time. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to just take this home so I can keep working on it. And I was walking and it was like late. So the way it basically was is like one sphere and then another sphere and then another sphere. And they were wires. So... Imagine like a, like a diagram of a sphere, the way the lines go through. Uh, so it was that, and then. Wait, what do you mean? Do you mean like? Yeah. Like so it was the, just like axes? one line. Yeah. So the okay, axes. Okay. 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 So I'm bad at terms. So <laughs> me and terms don't do it. <laughs> so I was walking, and there was like a street lamp that was shining through it, and it projected it in like all these different directions, and I was like, oh my god. I'm so glad I didn't fucking present today. And that was my first artistic accident. And it happened based on something based on physics, which was just that same original. That's so interesting. Because yeah. you never realize how how big a factor random coincidences play into whatever you're going to end up doing. Oh, it's insane. I'm like, wow. I'm like, bl- I, I was think everything's a coincidence. By just like the accident. Because like, 
imagine this light is just like shining down on this cup, right? And you see how these like lines come across here. Mm -hmm. So the sphere just got projected in like four different directions. Okay. So it just got projected in different sides. I was like, this just looks like a galaxy or a solar okay. system or something like that. Okay. I was like, I just yeah, accidentally yeah, that's cool. took this shit to the next level. Shout out this. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's, a, it's a predicament. Yeah, it is a predicament. It is, it's now. a predicament. I okay. like these like little turnarounds. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, they're chest, like these chest. momentary boosts in self-esteem. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Art is weird too, because like fucking weirdos do art. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think I think you need to be not a weirdo, but you need to be different. I think everybody's to... a fucking weirdo. Yeah, and a lot of people disagree with me when I say that. I think everyone is weird in their own way and what we define as normal is just the sum average of everything. We are fucking fooling ourselves. Normal is the piece of shit term. Ain't no yeah. fucking normal. No they might even be normal on the streets but guarantee but the they is... go home and watch like weird porn and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is it's like we there are certain things that society has understood to be way out of the norm and we can chastise for those. Whereas, like, like, murder, rape, things like that, it's like, we'll always, like, understand, like, there's such a weight to it, like, we feel it, we're like, we can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Dude, I don't know what to do, god damn it. There's a lot to not do. I know, I can't which, move this. Which could be the focus. Alright, whatever, whatever, whatever. I might have to move a pawn right now. You ever understand that rule with pawns where you can eat them, but, like, you're not eating them diagonally? Like, wow, I don't remember it, but I don't like I don't know how to I use really it. don't know why you're remembering it right now. It was, um, it's like en passant or something like I that have in no passing. Clue. It's a French term. But yeah. I know, like, that's a thing that you can do. Yeah, you can move diagonally and take a pawn, but I don't know under what circumstances it's valid. And I don't want to lose a pawn, so I'm not going to encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know, because, like, I think it's all, like, um, fuck, what's what's the term for it? Like, coincidental, where, like, all because some dude decided to look at the sky and get this random idea, like, what, 70, 80 years later, I'm sitting in my fucking college room, smoking weed and drinking yeah, yeah. drinking books on physics. Drinking books on physics. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think I'm going to do this. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. It took me a long time to make that move. But I think that's that a, is a good one. That's solid. Not horrible at chess, but not great at it. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that you did that. It's getting intense. The conversation started <laughs> to slow down. So <laughs> we really started to pay attention to what we're doing. I don't like that you did that at all. It's okay. Oh. No, it's not that bad. So when did you really start progressing and like how much time you put into your art? Because I know now you put in a lot of time. I actually put less now. I put a lot of time probably during that junior year and my senior year. And actually, I was losing sleep my last year when I was doing these. Uh, I was taking this last printmaking class. I miss printmaking. Printmaking was the fucking bomb. So basically, what you do is you get a copper plate, right? And you you like polish the surface of the plate, and then you cover it with. Uh, it's like a block, essentially. Get the plastic. Yeah, I had to take a quick second. Huh. You take a block and... Yeah, so you you, have, you get this copper plate. And oh, you, wait. Yeah. It's too late. I'm not letting Damn. it. Damn. Yeah, you can't take that. You can't take that. <laughs> I let it slide before. Um, but yeah, so you get this... Uh, that's half shot. That's half, yeah. So you get a copper plate. You cover it with this thing called asphaltum or like any kind of, kind of carbon-based block. And then 
uh, you transfer an image onto the surface of the plate using okay. a, a graphite graphite and a press. So you get like it looks like some weird kind of tracing paper. You draw the image and then you trace it out and you do all the line work and then you run the plate through acid and you okay. run it for however long you the longer you run it through the acid the deeper the etch is which is like the darker or the thicker the line mm -hmm. so once you do that you cover the plate in ink you put the paper wet paper on top and then you roll it run it through a press okay. and you get the image and you look at it and you're like hmm this is good and i'm glad i have this but i know exactly <laughs> what i'm going to do next so then you can cover the plate again you add whatever you want to the image, and you okay. go to the next stage. And you say, hmm, you know, this is amazing. Still not quite there yet. Uh, but this is going to be... Okay, but what if you mess up layering like this? Do you lose the original? Or what do you have to do? Do you have to restart the original? The, the no, first no, layer that's that the thing. Once you get that... In, so what most people do is, like the way I did it, was you put the line work down. You make sure all the line work is good, and you say, okay, boom. Now I have a state proof, is what they call it. And you get this... The state proof is just... Uh, <clears throat> it's just that version of the plate as is projected onto an like onto paper. Mm -hmm. So you take that, save it. So I keep all the line work. But then let's say I, I do it and I'm like, you know, uh, there needs to be something there, and it's covered in black. You can erase, and you, what can, do you mean you can you erase. Can erase How do you erase the plate? It, There's these like what you do is you have to essentially flatten out the plate again, okay. and then re-etch it. Which okay. is a long process, but, but like, it's doable. Yeah, what's really cool about it is you get all these different versions of an original idea, mm -hmm. and then once you get to that final one, you can just fucking pump it out and get like huh. forty and That's fifty cool. if you got the fucking forearm, because <laughs> that shit is tired. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. If, if people have like a press, such a cool technique. Oh, yeah, move the knife from here to there. No, you gonna check me, boy? I'm trying to think if it's worth it. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? It's not worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. This is rough. This is so rough. Dude, it's coming down to like... Less this is the wire, man. This is the like, wire, look, yeah. at, look at these queens. These broads are We've right next for, to each other. This is an hour and a half. This is actually this is the longest episode I've had. Wow, dude. Chess is the way to go. You want to be fucking... <laughs> I, don't think I, can, I don't think I can sustain this game and drinking for every podcast. But that'd be a great premise for a podcast. I might just go balls to the walls on you, man. All right, let's see it. Let's do it. I might just go balls to the walls and risk it to get the fucking biscuit. <laughs> if I do that. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure <laughs> I don't know. Damn. Fuck. That night is a piece of shit. My night? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it there? I don't know. Man, he ended up there. You know what? He wasn't sure what life decisions he was going to make. He just ended Move up there. Him. Where was I here? Yeah, you were there. What a bitch. <laughs> God damn it, bro. Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> so you said your junior year is when you put in the most time, right? Is when I put in the most so time. So when I'm you think... in that series of like these like hand images. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those. So... When did you make the transition from doing line art to more? Because I know now you do you do more like body art oriented. Uh, like at least like the last couple pieces that I saw on Instagram, they were kind of uh, more geared towards that, like the uh, kind of like human physique, in, in a sense, I guess. 
Uh, so, like, when do you think you started doing more of those on top of the lines? So I was always interested in anatomy just because I was always moving in a healthcare direction. Damn, that's a good move. I'm sick of this. God damn it. No, flips. Man, that's a check. Like my... That's a check, too. Yeah, it is check. So my heart is fucking racing because I don't want to take these two shots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm always interested in anatomy because like, Homeboy over like I was taking oh, Orgo. No. He lost his... Shout out oh. <laughs> Damn, RIP, take a shot. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just how it works. Oh, I take his hat off. All right, all right. But yeah, man, no, it was, uh, because I was taking Orgo, uh, anatomy. That was the worst thing you could have done. Cause that's me. That's not checkmate. Oh no. It is. No. It is. Oh. Yeah, that's check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. Can I, I can't move it there. Can't move it there. Damn. Bang. That's a bang. I knew you would pull through, bitch. This I didn't. Ah. I knew he would pull through. Shout out my boy. There's nothing I can do, really? Wait, wait, wait. No, there has to be think something about I can it. do. Think about it. There has to be something I can do. No, I don't think there's anything I can right? do. This is a pawn. I can't do anything. Solid. I wanted to move this Solid. one. I'll take one of those shots with you. There's nothing I can do. I lost. Good game, though. I lost, yeah. Good I game. mean, like, Good professionals game. watching this will think that we both... Oh, no, that was so, horrible. I don't know but, how, many, how how well you can see it. Oh, no, you can see it pretty well, like what we did. Yeah, that's pretty solid. <laughs> Somebody's going to go through and be like, oh, Where's yeah. the, let me see the picture. So he put his rook right here. My king is right there. Uh, he has a pawn here, so I can't go there. I can't go here because he has his queen up here. And I can't go anywhere here because he has his rook right there, so... That's checkmate. I lost that one. I'm gonna pour two shots. We got a, we got a few lessons learned here today, though. That was that was a great conversation. Yeah. So um, I want to end it off with talking about so one like how you switched over to your different art form, and then um, and I think we covered everything is uh what you plan on doing uh you know for the next couple of years because you graduated last year from the undergraduate. I graduated in August. I guess I'll start with that because I'm the most fucking excited man. I can't wait. I'd actually have because I was thinking about PA school. I'm like, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna take one shot. That's a solid. Yeah, you're gonna hurt yourself. Good chat. <laughs> but um, so what what ended up happening? I was really stressed. I'm like, I'm not gonna get into any fucking PA school. I got a DUI. I don't have any clinical hours. My grades are okay. Yeah. But I know people with much better grades who have been denied multiple times to so like the bottom of the barrel schools. Mm -hmm. Not that like at the bottom of the barrel schools were even like all that fucked up. And then I thought someone. I was just talking to someone. I was like, I'm really stressed. Man. She's like, Oh, you know what? I'm just applying to nursing school. Cheers. Cheers. It goes down that well. <sighs> so you're applying to nursing school. I applied. Okay. So she was like, I'm going to apply to the accelerated program at Sony Grove. I was like, I want to make money fast. Mm -hmm. I'll be a dope nurse, and I will. <laughs> uh, don't have to do the clinical hours. My GPA was already set. I was only missing one prerequisite. And I was like, there's something about this that's meant to be. I went, uh, looked over everything that I would have needed to do, supplied to the accelerated program, and just that one, which like, well, I can say with full finesse and all the gusto, that was the only place I applied, and I feel fucking phenomenal about it, because I mm -hmm. got in. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, that was really stupid, but dope. <laughs> <laughs> so now I get it. I got in. I'm going in June. It's a one-year program, and then after that, I'm going to stay in New York for the longest 
possible is one year, and then I'm getting the fuck out of here because the cold sucks. Yep, yep, I feel the same way, man. I'm, I, I hate the cold. I hate the cold. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Just nope, I don't want to have it. There's a few things I gotta talk about with God when I meet him. <laughs> <laughs> or her. I'm a feminist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure. <laughs> so one of them is like, why can't I sing? <laughs> that's torture you don't even have to send me to hell you just made me go through life not being able to sing I wish I could S- sing two what's good with the cold what is good with the cold why what is it really good with the, the cold time? like why'd you put wolves and fucking panda bears through that shit Dude, yeah three snakes <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you made that an entire point why'd you put snakes on this <laughs> why are you gonna put snakes up in this everything in the Amazon <laughs> Australia, all of Australia, just all of it. Like, yeah. why is it? Why is I could forgive all of that shit because he gave us penguins. I can, I honestly, mm-hmm. penguins are dope. Penguins are tight. <laughs> penguins are real tight. Uh, and then what was the other question? How I got to my current art form? What, like the titties? No, what? <laughs> why you gotta phrase it like that? But I mean, boys, I was gonna make it more professional. But yeah, <laughs> the way you got into more of like a sexual art form and what it is. Um, and then, like, do you plan on pursuing that more as, like, a career? Or I want to, I really, I really want to come up with, like, a sophisticated answer to this. But I really think I might just be a pervert. <laughs> I mean, you said it yourself. Artists I, are usually weirdos. Yeah, I've, I've, I've really tried to rack my brain. I was like, why do you draw so many titties? Like, titties, and that's it. <laughs> it does not get more complicated than that. It's like I like how they look in front of me. I like how they look on a page. Yeah, I, I mean, think they're great. They're sensual. great. I think it's. I think there's like that sensual aspect where like, like I used to draw my uh, ex a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like it's such a sensual experience when you do draw someone, uh, and it's like in an intimate setting, mm-hmm. and a lot of it does come from that, and maybe like I guess a sense of longing, but really I'm making shit up at that point. <laughs> and at the bottom line is because I'm probably a yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I should I, see a therapist. <laughs> Maybe that's your next move. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you should do like follow up podcasts. Like no, how, I definitely. I, I, like I'm actually thinking. Fifteen of, minute. How's it? How's everything going now? Yeah, I'm actually thinking of making that uh, um um kind of as I keep going a section where I'll follow up with all the people that I have and see like how they're going with the goals that they set yeah. on the last time they were on the show. Uh, so we'll see if you got a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm starting to draw like. Kittens. <laughs> I've changed. I'm a changed man. I stopped drawing titties. I know I had a problem. I know I had a problem, but I stopped with the titties. Yeah, but, uh, man. I mean, I, I might just relapse as soon as you ask me the question. <laughs> Please. Dude. Wow, I remember drawing titties. <laughs> but I think we covered everything. Yeah. Um, you won. I'm kind of tight that you won. Um, I took a lot you of shots. You had me there for a while. I took a lot of shots. I was in it for a little bit, but I, I fell out. But uh, thank you for being here. Uh, the last thing I like having my guests do is... <laughs> the last thing I like having my guests do is say like one kind of sentence or statement or like word of advice to the guests that I have who actually listen. Um, so just this go for moment. that. This, this is just your moment. This is your moment. moment. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> Please. Or you end up in a bush and you say oink, oink, yeah. oink to the police. Yeah, you do some fuck shit. 
on alcohol. Alcohol is dangerous. It is dangerous. I don't it know why weed is illegal and y'all let people do that shit. Makes no sense. But um, yeah. yeah. So thank you for being That's on, man. I appreciate it. It was a good podcast. Uh, great recording. This is the longest one hour and forty minutes. I uh, shout out to whoever makes it through to the end because there's some gems there. There are some gems here. Yo, tune in, share it, like right. it, uh, send it to your friends. You know what it is. Uh, peace out, people. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, my Instagram, tits and lines. T I T S. I just realized L I N E S. There's an underscore somewhere. Don't worry. I'll link I'll link it in the in the description. Don't worry. Don't worry. There is an underscore. I think it's at the end. I think it's in the it's at the end. But anyways, anyways, I'll link it in the description. It's at the end. Tits and lines. Uh Chris, artist, uh yeah, kind of philanthropist. Philanthropist. feminist. Just everything. But uh thanks for tuning in guys. Uh peace out. Uh yeah, take it easy.